Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. Okay, there we go. Hey, welcome back. Um, you're a little quiet. <laughs> you want to come in? You just, it's solo. <laughs> uh, yeah, surprise everyone. Solo. Uh, by the way, just so everyone here knows, there will be no stoppage in this in this uh, podcast because I did everything correctly. Well, well let's not get ahead of ourselves our here. Our studio guy did everything correctly on the get-go. Right. Did everything correctly. Um, no, we've, uh, we, just to start off, being straightforward, blunt, we will not have a guest for today. <laughs> I thought that was going to be something different. No. Um, no, but, uh, but, nevertheless, we do have a great show for today, especially because, um, I think there are a lot of developing and good uh, storylines to talk about that have happened over the past week with various sports. So I think it's going to be really interesting uh, to see what the both of us have on a couple of these topics. So I think that we've got some good stuff. Uh, we've obviously got our picks for some bowl games. They start on Friday. We're going to go do our bowl games from Friday all the way till Tuesday. The game on Wednesday, we will do next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do that till that week. So. And then we will obviously let everyone know on either tomorrow or once you get it, something set up or if I set something up about the rankings of... Bowl mania thing. Yeah, the bowl mania thing. So we'll be doing that. Uh, but first, I think that the audience, because they've been dying to know, I think that the first thing we should talk about is uh, where our fantasy teams finished for this year. Oh, I'm sure everyone's dying. Oh, I know they are. So, uh, you know, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is just regular season. This is uh, just this is just regular season, which uh, in the two leagues that I am in, uh, they both ended this past weekend. And I would just like to say a couple things. So first, I'd like to be coach number one, where you would say if I was a head coach, I'm coming off of a championship season in in this uh, in this league. I I will say I came in as more of a wild card last season. I went seven and six, and then I end up getting on a run with Josh Allen and Devontae Adams pull something out of my ass, a New York Giant, and win the championship for the first time ever. Um, so maybe a la Philadelphia Eagle-esque, but, you know, they were actually really good. So nevertheless. Uh, so this season, you know, we decide to come back, and uh, team do know so well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and just so everyone knows, this league is more of a league that's with my parents are in it. And my so this is kind of like my family league is what I'd say it, and uh, it uh, it wasn't the best. You a know? lot of ties. I uh, I was second to last. I went five and nine this season, so it really wasn't our best effort as a team. Um, and although you could say it has something to do with coaching, I really just feel like it was the performance of my players on the field. Um, I feel like there are some notable t- players on my team, such as my uh, my better draft picks would be Debo Samuel's probably my number one MVP on my team this year. Uh, he was the steal of the draft for me, one of the better players in football and also for fantasy. Uh, almost gets a touchdown about every game, whether it's rushing or receiving. Uh, Najee Harris and Debo Samuel were pretty much uh, the best players on my team. And then the late pickup of... Um, 
Miles Gaskin was actually been very good for my team. So mm. at, at, towards the end, I really thought he was gonna help out my team, but. Uh, since Terry McLaurin decided to shit a bed, Saquon Barkley was my first overall pick, which was even worse. Um, and then, like, this week, just to kind of throw my team out there, I had to put in Evan Ingram as my tight end and Cole Beasley as my flex player. So that just kind of gives you a roundabout of what my team kind of looked like. Um, it really just wasn't the best. Uh, you know, I've Kenyon Drake, who's on IR. I, I thought yeah. Naheem Himes was going to be a little bit more of the offense, but clearly Jonathan Taylor said, sit your ass on the bench. I'm the team. So really my bigger players were just Matt Stafford as my quarterback, who was solid, and Matt Gay as my kicker. It was actually been better as my, could have been better as my flex player. So that's pretty much how my team went. So five and nine really wasn't great. I had a little bit of a spark there. Uh, I really thought I was going to pull something out. It just didn't uh, end up going. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you want to talk about the same league, or do you want me to jump to my other league? And, and well, coach number two. Same. Okay. I, um, okay. You go now. So that was my press conference for my team. So we're not just we're not in the playoffs, by the way. Just someone who knows. <laughs> I'm not in the playoffs. I'm playing constellation round, um, and my team name. I went just straight up Washington Redskin and just went Dick's fantasy team. So just <laughs> felt pressured. Didn't know what to do. Should have been, you know. You know, if you're not last, you're second to last. I don't know, but I just, yeah, Dick's fantasy team, all I could think of. I did the exact opposite. I went nine and five, um, and three of three of the teams went, went nine and five, but I was in second place. So I get a buy going into this week. Um, my team has been pretty solid. I mean, I got Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams. Uh, Deontay Johnson has been a cool, like, 15 points a week. He did not get under 11 points all year. Yeah. Um, so he consistently And for him, it wasn't even a touchdown thing. He just was. He, he just, just is a ball. ball catcher. Yeah, he just got the yeah. ball. Um, Mike Williams was super hot, kind of cooled off, and I'm at the point now where I got Michael Pittman – I got Mike Williams. I picked up Brandon Ayuk because somebody dropped him. You I, know what? I don't blame that person for dropping him, though. He was he he has been a very annoying player, but he has stepped it up the last couple weeks. But he has been a very – so playoff time, you got him at the right time. But I if, mean, my that, wide receivers are so filthy. I've got Hill almost too much because I don't know who to play each week. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Williams – and Michael Pittman. And I just picked up Van Jefferson. Yeah, that's not really... That, I mean. 18, 16, 14. Last touchdown in three straight weeks. I guess from your standpoint, yes. If I had him throughout the whole season, I don't know if I'd be saying I got Van Jefferson. 29 position rank. Still rest my case, but continue. I have still no idea. Like, is that your team? So, wide receivers carried your team. Uh, for the most part, I mean, my running backs really aren't that. I have a uh, James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jags, mm-hmm. but I all my flex positions were all wide receivers. Mm. AP is my backup running back, and he does okay. not even play anymore. And who's your quarterback? Dak Prescott. Got it. Okay, and he's been kind of. I mean, he's does yeah. the job. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. But I have a okay. buy. So this week kind of feels like one of those weeks where I will reassess 
exactly who I want to play starting in the playoffs. Like, it's easily Devontae, Deontay, Devontae, Deontay, and Tyreek. It's that last flex spot between Brandon Ayuk, Mike Williams, and Pittman. That I don't know. Yep. Okay, gotcha. So, you know, two different tails for that team. Uh, so on the flip side, uh, in the other fantasy league that I'm in, which is with Josh and all of his friends, well, his friends that I'm also friends with, all of his friends, so I'm in their league. And on this team, I did a much better job uh, with yeah. the draft value that I got. Again, I got Debo Samuel in this league, which is probably my best value pick, again, that I have from where I drafted him. But my team is Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Debo Samuel are basically my core players that have been carrying me all year. Christian McCaffrey was my first overall pick. Obviously, he has not been up to standard, which is surprising at how well my team has done. I am... Oh, what was... I meant to see... So I finished 10-4 and four in this league. I finished one behind uh, Danny Miller, who is first. I am not, I'm second in the league. I have a bye this week. Um, I also have Matt Stafford in here as well. Uh, my tight ends have just been like a, a rotation basically the whole year. I can't remember who I drafted. Oh, I got Dallas Goddard, which I'll probably put back in because he was on a bye last week. He's been okay. Um, but... Yeah, so for the most part, I don't really have that strong of a bench. Sony Michelle's been picking up in the last few weeks, so he's kind of going to make me think about if I want to put him as my flex. I picked up, uh, I also have Chase Claypool, who was not great in the beginning of the season, but he's been a lot better throughout the season. Pretty much my biggest players on my team are Debo, Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson. I mean, they are pretty much, my, again, the three receivers have just been like unreal for my team, and that's. Mm -hmm. And Matt Stafford's just been giving me a cool 250, two touchdowns about every game. So, like, he's been serviceable to get me to what I need as a... Um... Now, for this one, I did come up with a fantasy team name. And I do feel like maybe my other team saw my name and just were kind of like, this name sucks, therefore, as a team, we suck. I feel like I did a good job with the creativity in this one. And my team was kind of like, yeah, I can get behind this. Uh, my team name is Don't Get Too Greedy Now. Gritty. Oh, yeah, what'd I say? Greedy. Oh, yeah. Don't don't get too gritty now. But it means greedy. Greedy, right. right. So it came with it all on my own. Ain't no website told me what to do. So uh, so I kind of feel like they just kind of got a little swagger and mojo with my team name. And that's sure. kind of like they were feeling a little more pumped up to play. So I'm on a buy. So we'll just, you know, I'm, I'll just, uh, maybe I'll play around. See what I kind of think would have been. But, uh, yeah, that is how that team is doing. So I'm a... I all I hope is I just don't lose the first round. That's just all I want. Yeah. I at least want to win the first round of playoffs. I'm cool with that. Because uh, that to me is what I'm worried about. Yeah, my that league I'm I squeaked into the playoffs. I basically was all I was as streaky streaky as you could be. I was I was three I was three and one going into week four. Lost three straight. Won three straight, and now I've lost three straight. Um, so I, I, I went even, seven and seven, and I squeaked in. Although Q was five and nine, but yeah. I mean, I won seven of my last eight. Yeah, yeah, my team absolutely kicked ass. In I had uh, weeks. I mean, I like 
I mean, I have Diggs, which he was not bad. I have Kittle, but he was out all year. Um, Kareem Hunt, fantastic early on. Now he's injured. Like, he was yep. great to yeah, have. Yeah, he was. Um, I mean, Jamal Williams has been okay. Uh, Corey Davis actually was pretty solid, but then he got injured as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, now I'm kind of just... Kind of sounding like your injury bug kind of got you a little bit with your team. I mean, kind of. Yeah. yeah, you just say streaky though, yeah, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, right now, like I got KJ Osborne and Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, the, the Lions. The, yeah, the Lions. Yeah, but it's because, I mean, I got Dawson Knox and George Kittle. George Kittle's questionable with knee soreness. Don't know if what's going on with him, but I don't know. I mean, it'd be kind of great to make a run. I certainly don't think I'm winning, but I'm playing. Lee Bell, and I'm really hoping I beat him. He's got Tua. Mm. Mm. Um, speaking of Lee Bell, did you hear about the Champions League? How they had to redraft? No. What? They they had to redo the round of sixteen because um, fuck, I had this all fucking prepared. He Manchester did me. Manchester United was matched up with someone. Um. Uh, and they had to change it. Uh, redraft UCL. Ah, uh, that's ICL. Um, he did, while you're looking that up, give me a simple yep. and quick version of the schedules for Liverpool and Chelsea. Champions League is Tuesdays and Thursdays. The Premier League is usually weekends only. So there's two separate leagues. He said there goes more. There there is more that goes into it, but that's the basics of it. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Champions League, Premier League is weekends only. Got it. Okay. Um. Okay. Now, on to Dead Silence. So or? no no no. So I was I was reading. I didn't realize you were about to just kind of cut. There was no real window to me coming in. So your trend, your handoff. There was a slight fumble there. We picked it up and we're going. Um, what happened was I guess the first draw. Uh, the there was an error blamed on a third party software. Um. There, uh, teams from the same group and country are not permitted to face one another according to tournament rules, but the software apparently failed at this. Um, because it was... Yeah, Man uh, Manchester United. I knew... Okay, it was. Manchester United came up to draw against Villarreal's opponent. Um, but, they, but they play in the same... Since the Red Devils played in the same group... I gotcha. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Because they play in the same group. That that was what. That's what I'm seeing here. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. So they just redid it. You know, pulled out the whatever the system. So it was a system error as to why. So, error. So I guess error. that that was what was going on. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So that. So uh. All right. So you are in the playoffs in two leagues. So you all got, three actually. Oh, that's right. Your I forgot teacher your, league yeah, I forgot your teacher league. First place. That's right. Oh, did you did you was your playoffs this week then? I had a bye, but yeah. Oh, so you had a bye. I, okay. So I have now first my first playoff game is playoff this week. Playoff game. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I got 
Well, your where you have Cooper Cup and Jefferson, that's who I have. Yes. That's my dynamic duo. It's yeah. Cup and Jefferson and they've been just yeah, absolutely filthy. Fucking lighting it up. Yeah. Is Rogers expected to play? He's questionable. He's been questionable every week. Okay. He's did you watch Pat McAfee's show? Well, He's playing. I haven't No, the I'm Tuesday saying episode. Yeah, he was on I did not I don't watch those. I watch those on the weekends. I watched the Tuesday episodes either oh. Saturday morning or Sunday morning. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, then I won't say anything. But he, but yeah, he's fine. Okay, I'm sure he's questionable next to him every week. But yeah, he's fine. Gotcha. But I also have had Najee Harris, and he's been he's been very good. It. I feel bad. I got Mike Evans on my bench like this whole year. I've had him on my bench, and he's been solid. But yes. it's like, how can I take him? How can I take Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson out? Because we only do one flex. You have to play one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end, and one flex. Oh, well then, yeah, I'm not taking so it's out like, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Like I know, but it's like I sh- I could have traded him for like a better tight end or something. But oh, well then, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I got Hunter Henry, who's. But you know what? Okay, okay. But here's the thing: who is your other person besides Mike Evans? Saquon, and it was Derrick Henry, but he's injured. So my question is like. I almost wouldn't want to... If I had then another guy behind Mike Evans where I'd be, like, comfortable with, then maybe I'd trade him. But also, like, you didn't know if Justin Jefferson gets injured, Cooper Cup gets injured, then you got Mike Evans to just slip right in there. Yeah. If something happens in the next couple of weeks. I also have young Hoku, so he's been a coup. Mm, he's been a coup seven points every week. Yep, I got you. Do the uprights. Um, I just got gay on both my team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, but speaking of the Pat McAfee show, did you see that he signed a huge deal with FanDuel? I did not see that, no. He signed a four-year, $160, $160 million deal with FanDuel. To just promote and do shit? Yep. That's they basically promote, sick. do shit. And I think a large part of this... Okay, first off, it has to do with him and his team and how he promotes as a person. He's done a great job of being outside of football. He's probably one of the most famous podcast personalities outside of football that was an ex-football player to have this brand. I don't yeah. know another athlete that has... Taylor Little Juan and Chris Compton are the... They have a good podcast. Boys, but they're not as big. But at, not as big. But they, but they do have a very good yeah. podcast. And there's like LeVar Arantine and Plaxico Burris have a podcast together that they do. I know there are other athletes that have them. The other big thing I am sure is for FanDuel that's been huge is the fact that like, for instance, myself, right? I don't watch the Pat McAfee show every single day like some people probably do. But I did I, when I didn't have a job. But I... Because, <laughs> I mean, it's on weekdays. It is. At, like, it is. noon. And for you, you can't listen to anything at work. Like, I can listen yeah. to a, I can listen to a show every day at work. I used to listen to podcasts at work, but when I get in busy season, I really don't do it as much. Or my busy weeks, I don't do it as much. But I do watch his... Him having Aaron Rodgers on his show, especially last season, it was more of like a they had him on. Ooh, this is interesting. With everything that happened on in the in the off season, now we're coming to the start of the season. Pat McAfee has got a great thing with him with the toe injury. Everyone's going nuts about it with his up in the air. What's going to happen with the Packers? His whole off season, and they just shoot the shit on the show. They talk about the game of football. They talk about how the game went. They talk about all this stuff. And I think that's a huge thing, for obviously, for FanDuel is because their yeah. shit is everywhere. And people like me who don't watch a show, but they tune in, every pa- anyone who just tunes in to just go watch his interview with Aaron Rodgers yeah. because you also get to see Aaron Rodgers in such a cool, yeah. like relaxed mindset. 
every network would kill for it. But the problem is that Pat McAfee isn't trying to do like a gotcha journalism or like a no. getting feeding a story out of him. It's more He's just j- like just it's just a conversation. Yeah. And I think that's something where like people and also it's great because people then will take shit from his show and oh, then they'll, they'll say show, like yeah. the oh like Aaron Rodgers said his toe is doing just fine via the Pat McAfee show and right. like via the whatever and like ESPN just like uses shows, his whatever. Yeah. And I think that that is just great because what it hopes for me is that in the future it hopes for you what I hope for myself and other people in the future is that whether it's NBA athletes or just stars that can feel comfortable talking on a podcast and not feeling like the person is trying to get a story out of them they're just trying to have a conversation because I do think Aaron Rodgers actually enjoys it oh he does and from what I did hear they do have a contract together so they actually have a written contract, and from what I, for like the first couple episodes, it was kind of hinted at. Um, there are topics of conversation that Aaron, that Pat McAfee can't talk to Aaron Rodgers about, mm. and I believe it has to do with more of his personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I do know is like some stuff that like they don't really talk about on his show, or if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to talk about it, it's more of like they just have a good relationship to where like then Pat McAfee is like pressing him on right. it, and it's not awkward afterwards. Yeah. It's kind of like, let it be, like, all right, yep, cool, whatever. And just like also his whole demeanor yeah. of Pat McAfee's why the show flows so well. Um, and AJ Hawk also helps with the show too. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that that's great, and I hope that it's something in the future that maybe some other bigger athletes could maybe do something like this I think it'd be pretty cool. So, but just great job for Pat McAfee. So I just thought that was pretty cool, and yeah. pretty nice, big ass deal for him to sign. So, uh, you have something about Steph Curry here, and we really don't have anything for basketball. So why don't we just move the? Oh, I know. Anything. I didn't. I just I went okay. down. You're to see the order of how I did it. So I didn't know if we had anything or not. So I just went to whatever. But yeah. So yeah, Steph Curry. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. You're just kind of goofy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so Steph Curry, he uh, he broke the three point all time record. Uh, most three pointers in a career uh, at the Garden. Last That's pretty cool. Last night, I think so. Yes, yeah. Uh, last night. What's his name? Uh, who's the next guy? Oh, you mean the fan? Yeah. Um, Starts with an S. Yeah. Um, Slappy Sammy. Sammy. Um, it, uh, Glasses. No, yeah, I know. Spike. Spike Lee. Spike, Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike Lee. Sparkle. Uh, Spike Lee, there's a picture of, like, him in the background of, like, he made the shot, and you can see he's just, like, doing this. I was thinking, I wonder, I mean, I know he has, he always has courtside seats, right? So I'm, I'm assuming that's just, like, his seat all yep, the time. it is. But whoever was, like, like, taking the picture or whatever, knowing that this was the game, I feel like it's, like, almost perfect that spike lee was the one in the back of the photo like doing this like it always kind of is is funny when it works out where like an iconic moment you look in the background and it's like 
some person that would be like yes. like also iconic to go with that. Like of yeah. course it was in the garden. It was next to Spike Lee. It was like yeah, I he was made think- his shot in the big like I, I agree. Know. I was thinking of that and I was like, would it have been nice if he had done it in front of the fans? Yes. But I'm not gonna lie, if you could have picked another venue, right. the garden is the about garden as good as you could with do. Spike Lee right there. Yeah. Like the garden is about as good as a venue as you could do to break the record. This is the photo. Um Do you see it? So I yeah I did see like I I knew what you were talking about I haven't seen that photo but I saw the video and I saw he was in the background of it so I mean when you mentioned it I was like oh I'm sure that there's a photo of, yeah. him, of him doing that um and it was so it was funny so obviously with this conversation naturally when someone does this the conversation comes up of like who's the best shooter and blah 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 and like who's the whatever and I would say two things one. We discussed this, I think, like last week. Steph Curry to me is the best shooter of yeah. all time. I mean, it, it, it's you know, but Dad. By the way, Dad saying Larry Bird and the, th- the the comment he made about the left-handed thing. I like watched a highlight of it, and some of them were just literally like layups. No, they were. No, I know it wasn't like he didn't. Shoot <laughs> he wasn't. Just I've like... seen. No, no, no. I remember I watched a documentary and it talked about it, and like when I saw showed highlights from the game, I was like, yeah, that is still pretty impressive. But he wasn't like he didn't shoot. 20 jumpers or 12 jumpers with his left hand he made a lot of layups with his left hand um now Larry Bird as a basketball player you could make the argument as a three point shooter like in that area I'd I'd pick Reggie Miller over Larry Bird Mm. but Ray Allen was on Dan Patrick's show and he actually made a good point and so when Dan Patrick was talking to him and Ray Allen was just like listen he's just like this is the great thing for the game of basketball he's like I'm gonna be there celebrate him whatever Obviously, what is known is that Steph Curry did this in, like, 500 less games right. than Ray Allen. But Ray Allen also made a good point. Is he was just like, I mean, when I was in the league at first, like, shooting a three, like, you'd be benched. Like, it was all about Ray getting Allen, it in the post, yeah. moving without the ball, and if you just happen to be open behind the three-point line, you can then take the shot. Right. And um, Reggie Miller actually made a really good point. Well, I mean, Steph changed the game. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? Is so uh, Reggie Miller made a good point that like now, uh, the average amount of three pointers taken in a game is thirty four between both two teams in a game. It's thirty four. Uh, I think he said thirty years ago when he played, it was five. Five total between both teams would be taken, Jesus. not made, just taken. Five in a game. Now it's thirty four. On average, jeez, that is so backwards. Yeah, from and, the way that like we we now know the game, like, and I know, and it's and it's something where like you know they, like someone like Shaq coming in the NBA. However, Ray Allen did say, but if Shaq did come in the NBA and dominated and they won a championship, teams would then want they 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 mimic what has worked. Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors had a shoot threes mindset. Yeah. They won the championship. Every team then was like, oh, shit, we need to get people well, who can shoot the basketball. I also just think it, like... And shoot three, because it's more, it's more points than two. Yeah, but then once your efficiency goes up and people, like... Well, to, yeah, to your point, copying it, but, like, you just saw, like, a craze almost around, like, college basketball and, high, like, people just... St- you saw Alonzo shooting from the the low logo, like that yeah. became more of a thing. Like, you got people like 
Trey Young who come into the NBA like doing that in college like that is now like you're seeing basketball like evolving into like that. Yeah. So it's uh yeah it's just it's crazy because also like you know Ray Allen was just like I mean listen he's like would Steph Curry probably still be the most all time three point shooter? Yeah. He goes, but if I played in Degay's game, he wouldn't have beaten me by that many games. Yeah. By five hundred. He's yeah. like, but I mean also I mean if you think about it. I think he owned the record for most threes, and he broke it three years in a row, like four years in a row. He broke his own record of yeah. most threes made in a season. Yeah. Like, so it's like, all right, well, naturally he's gonna, he's gonna get there. I mean, he probably made like a thousand threes over three seasons, based a little over three seasons. He was like there was a way over shot. a thousand. Yeah. So it's just like over the last five years, he's probably cut that the number he's at now. He's probably done that. He's probably taken half of that over just the last like five years or so. Yeah. Um. It's just insane. So it's just really cool. Good yeah, luck for him. And he's add, still got plenty to go. Um, he is first with most consecutive games active streak yes. with a three-pointer. He's at 152 games with a, with a three-pointer made. Yep. Second. Yeah, see, they're at, like, what, 41, 42? He's at 40. Yeah. Lou Dort. Yeah, Lou Dort. <laughs> yeah, on Oklahoma City. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, hmm, that's the second. My guess would have either been Damian Lillard or like James Harden was like yeah, what I was think thinking like, of. Well, like, I don't know, like literally any shooter. Like I, that seems a little surprising that like. But uh, I was saying about okay, this. Okay, it's I'll, saying, are they saying consecutive games like. So when if if he gets injured, it doesn't reset, right? Correct. Once they play a game, and they make a three, like I would think, like no, 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 no. wait, wait, it if resets step, if they get injured. No, no, no. If you st- every time you step on the court, right. the clock starts. Yes. If you get injured in the first five seconds, that counts as a game you didn't sure. score three in. Right. Right. So like yes. I would, so like okay, I would think like any three point shooter, like. Who who shoots three pointers? Trey Young, like that they would have that, like just to make one three pointer in a game. But like a start. But there have been guys though had that have gone like zero for six from three. I understand that that like I'm just saying it's surprising to me that. Like, oh, I agree. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was shocked. I was like I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was I I, I mean I'm with you. I was just like damn like. That, I understand how statistics work. And having a cold game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I it actually this is kind of back up a little bit, but I was gonna I want to tell you about. Uh, so I went to um, Alex's uh, corporate Christmas party mm. on uh, Saturday. It was a really good time. Um, I don't know if I told you about it at all, but basically, like, I it was. It was set up like a wedding reception. There was a dance floor. There was a classic rock band that was there. There was a photo booth that was set up that printed out like real photos you could then <laughs> take home with you. And then there were like hors d'oeuvres that were going around. And by far, I probably annoyed this lady a little too much, but she had a bacon wrapped scallops that had jalapenos stuffed <laughs> in it. Can you come back? I need some more. <laughs> so, oh, it was bacon wrapped scallop with jalapeno, and it was amazing it was awesome and then they had like then they had like a buffet but like it was great but it definitely also felt like 
if you went to a wedding and you only knew the bride and your date and that was it. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that meaning sense. everyone, yeah, I mean, everyone that's new, they, oh, they had a dual bar set up. So it was, it was open bar and it was, uh, yeah, it was. You guys Uber? Uh, yeah, we stayed in a hotel. So, because oh. it was out kind of by Oak Brook. It was in, I think it was in like Hinsdale maybe. I think that's kind of by Oak Brook. Yeah. So we stayed at a hotel in Oak Brook and then we took an Uber to Hinsdale because we were going to go like, I basically said like, all right, we're either like, we're either driving, like I'm just going to drive us and drive us back, but I'm like, I'm not taking an Uber from like Oak Brook back right. to, to Naperville, like I'm just not like back to Naperville. Like right. I'm just not going to do that. Like three of us are channel rooms, so it's just like, we can just like, that's fine. So three. Oh, Paige. Paige went, why did Paige go? She works there. She works at Alex's company? Yeah. I didn't know that was official. To be oh, honest. yes. Yeah, she, yeah, for like a month, month and a half, two months now, I think. No, a month and a half, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How so, the yeah. turntables. Yeah. So, no, it was, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, it was a good time. So that was just. Does Paige listen to the podcast? I don't know. I don't think so. She's only a big sports person. So. Well, but, I mean, some people listen to it just for the. Just for the. Rat at hat. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I know, I know Lisa does, because Lisa laughed, um, when we were talking, when I was talking about moving her TVs and shit in her basement. No, did she listen to the whole show? Yeah, yeah, oh. she listen. Yeah, she listen to the whole show, like on her days off, and she's like doing chores and stuff. She'll put it on and. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> hey, Lisa. I hope uh, you're doing well. She'll be like, Alexa, play the Potterack show. Really? <laughs> I don't know if oh. she actually does that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, she'll have to tell us what she does. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. At least when you hear this, text me. Um, <laughs> I'll get a text for like a month and a half. Dude, I think like my favorite photo from the ones mm. that, I, that I, did you like my Instagram post by the? That was very funny. <laughs> also, for everyone, I finally got my wedding photos back. So it took about, uh, it took about three months. Um, Stephanie Lang, highly recommend her. Um, she did an amazing job. She edits all the photos, which is why it did take a while. She's the one who edits. It's her own company. She does great work. Um, yeah, we finally got all of our wedding photos back, and it was uh, it was really great. So they they all turned out really nice. They got everything from like getting ready to the first looks to the bride and groom photos to the to like the the night of photos and everything like that. So it was just um, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of fun looking through those. Um, we were at the party, and I've already been drinking. At this point, but we what got was saying, That's like my favorite photo, the six of us. Yes. Dad, mom, you, Alex, Lisa, me. Yes. Yeah, very good photo. <laughs> um, Dad's hands kind of but uh, <laughs> dude, I hate, hate with I like despise the pictures with the thumb out of the pocket, like oh, I, the photographers like hey nope thumb out of the pocket. That looks fucking dumb. I think that looks so stupid. It is Put a... your hand in your pocket. Like, don't... <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just like, a... Uh... I, if I, like, if I get a photographer for my wedding, I'm going to say no. Nobody is doing it. Hi, Lou. Well, you can actually do that. I, uh, I... Um, What's going on? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I figured that is how... <laughs> Did they get the sniff on? Oh, yeah. 35. Um, and uh, I... Okay, listen. Yeah, sorry. I kind of got you stuck think, in an eye. I, 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 I think it is a... 
Is it a look I would do? No, but some people actually like it. They think it looks a little more formal, a little more like class A. So I think it looks fucking dumb. Well, yeah. So anyway, but doesn't really matter, bother or worry for me. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, no, very good. But no, so we got the photos, and then like Alex like went like look through them all. <laughs> And Alex like went look through them, and I go, honestly, there's really no point in me looking at these right now. I'm going to look at them again tomorrow anyway, so I'll just why? Because I was at the corporate Christmas party. Oh, when yeah. I like when they came in, it was oh, like yeah. 10:30 by this point. I'm already like, you know. So Alex is probably like, oh yeah. A few Captain and Cokes, and I'm just like, oh yeah, look great. I'll look at them all tomorrow. But yeah. uh, there were a lot of good ones, but the yeah. hands in the pocket ones threw yeah. them away. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my photo's not yours. Uh, so but yeah, so that was actually a pretty good part from that so and that's kind of like the last wedding piece eh, that was like missing and like that was about it so you know thank you cards and then just waiting for our photos um yeah uh yeah okay i don't think i had anything else oh i did one other thing because we didn't have uh, other stuff uh there was news that just came out with the uh the players association mlb it sounds like that the lockout is still going to be staying uh it's going to be running into 2022 they are still talking about um, issues and stuff, but it sounds like the Players Association and the owners, um, it's just going to kind of keep on flowing along. So, as of right now, there's still a I don't lockout. really understand. Okay, that's... I didn't really get... Oh, sorry. Well, because they're going to keep they're on tra- flowing along. Well, they're, they're in negotiations. They're just trying... For the upcoming sure. season and for the next, like... I, th- I don't know how long the contract's for, but for the next few years, so... Um, okay. Okay. What's going on? Yeah. I, I she sent in a thing about the Pat McAfee show the doppelganger did you see the doppelganger ganger that was on the Packer Bears game yes yeah um, yeah that that was just she just sent me something on that um, that had that guy on the show no he responded to a tweet or something um, but going on with the NFL uh, we've got a few things to talk about I got, there's a good good couple uh, storylines here that we've got to discuss yeah. so first we I won't uh, the picks will go into later so one uh, this year they have had no cancellations of games and they haven't had to move any games so far as of yet so far now now the NFL has been hit with the largest total amount of players affected by COVID is this week mm-hmm. between the Rams and the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's another team I'm missing, but it's the Rams and the Browns right now. Um, Bigger one, yeah. Yeah, and uh, had a few. yeah, so they so that's been hard hit week is this week, so we'll, we'll kind of see how that kind of plays you know, out. It just sounds like they're going to still be playing, but it just will be some players may not be in it, but it's not necessarily. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. I'd, I, there's a couple things I'd be interested to know about that. Um, one, how many of them were vaccinated? Two, what their symptoms are, how they feel. I'd be interested to know. What well, does uh, matter? What do you mean it doesn't matter? It all that matters is because they tested positive. That's it. Uh, uh, wait, so I don't wait. think you're understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know then what you're saying. I'm curious. What those players? Who oh, you're just curious, just like how they're feeling, are, and how they feel. Because Aaron Rodgers was like, I felt fine. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams said today on Rich Eisen's show, he said that he had a headache. If they had the vaccine, 
or not. I don't really care if they did or not. More just curious because one, I think natural immunity is the best and most effective form of like a quote vaccine or just protection from COVID because a person who is in the NFL is going to be fine because they're not, you know, I'm sure that they don't have any underlying conditions if they're playing at the highest level. So their version of COVID is going to be much different. Even if it is a, like they're sick and they have like a fever and they feel like shit, they're going to survive. Like they're going to be fine. But I'd just be curious. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not too sure. As far as the vaccinated I, un, I, and unvaccinated, it, you we would know because if it was a high profile player, they wouldn't be able to play this upcoming week. Or I think you have to wait. Is it three days? You have to back to back test or something like that if you test positive as an unvaccinated player. I can't remember when Aaron Rodgers happened. I can't remember what happened and how long you had to wait. Because I know like yeah. if you're if you're vaccinated. You, it's, uh, I think it's 48 hours. So, like, if you test positive Tuesday, you have to test on Thursday. And if you're negative, mm-hmm. I think you're good to go. But if you're unvaccinated, there's a certain number you of times. You gotta time. have, like, twice yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like twice, but in a certain time yeah. frame, you have to wait. Something like that. Uh, Can't quite remember. But, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's gonna be awesome when this is all over because I think it should be over at this point but it won't be for a little while unfortunately with the new even Omicron which actually I heard this morning Omicron one person has died from Omicron in the entire world one person in the UK yeah so even though it's a new variant it's kind of like it's maybe more transmissible but people aren't dying from it so, and True. like it's also all stadiums are packed every single football game. No one's talking about outbreaks or anything like that. You know, it's always about the players, which goes back to like that North Carolina State baseball game. You remember that? Yes. Where those players got COVID and they're super tight on the players. But then you look at the stadium and it's like packed and people aren't questioning that. Like, yes, I understand that, like, protect the players. We want to, like, like, you can't test all of the fans. It's probably easier to test the players. But, like, I would argue that a player, especially in a sport like baseball, is safer than the fans sitting next to somebody who has COVID, let's say. They're obviously going to be next to them for longer than 15 minutes. In a baseball game, they're not going to be. In a football game, yeah, you know, there are positions. But, like, I don't know, quarterback... About every position, yeah. you contact about it except for maybe. But the it's kicker. but it's yeah. It's fifteen minutes, and, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. It just it's interesting, I think, and it kind of stinks, but it, it hasn't affected football, so that's all we can ask for. Yes, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very true. Uh. So, another thing I had on here, which. I, I'll do a duo. So Tom Brady threw his 700th touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Never happened in history. Number 700. 
uh, which was the overtime winner yep. against you the Bills. You see the ball boy run out and get in yes, that video? Yes, that was yeah. about to go mention how the ball boy immediately ran, grabbed the ball, yeah. and got it. Didn't care about shit. Sure. That was his no, job. <laughs> Liddy was his only job. Yeah. It was like, hey, Stu, Radioed him. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, your whole job today? When Find that ball. Yeah, no, keep track. You know he's at, because that was his third touchdown, so it would be like, okay, you know he's at 698 or 697, so keep counting your head. When he gets to six ninety nine, you better be you better be eyes glued to, to that ball. To that ball. When I when I didn't go. Could you imagine the wide receiver chucked it into the stands? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the next thing you just see Stu him is, hop over and, Oh, he Lambo leaps it. Oh, just starts running. Yeah. So with that, uh, we've got four weeks left. I no. Four? I we've think. we've played four we played thirteen games and we've yes had yes we four because we played yeah because we go we, Bears, Rams, Packers, Bears. Okay. Um. So, it looks like unless something else happens, Tom Brady most likely is going to probably win the MVP. I mean, I I, I still am not uh, discounting Aaron Rodgers because he has the best team in the league. He is still playing very well. I think it could be close, but I do agree. I think Tom I agree. Brady. I like, think Aaron Rodgers making is making a nice push. Like I think Aaron Rodgers having but, the best team in the league and playing the way he's playing back to back years. But what hurts him is that he won it last year, which is unfortunate. But what hurts him is that he won it last year. The storyline is going to be oldest MVP ever. Yep, Tom Brady. Didn't skip a beat. Amazing. Also leading the league in touchdowns and passing yards, right? Yeah. 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 So that's kind of hard to beat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then oldest to youngest, uh, Micah Parsons. Is it Micah or Mika? I, the announcers say Micah Parsons. Okay. Mika Parsons. I think, yeah. Yeah. Absolute. He's been a monster yeah. and the fact that he's been playing defensive end 12 sacks like and no he's an edge rusher but also he's linebacker. an edge rusher he's not linebacker. an edge rusher by position right he is he is a linebacker by position but he is called on a lot of edge rushes and yeah he is playing very well i think it is unfortunate for players like mac jones and micah parsons okay I am not someone who would say, I've been watching this league for years, but I've been watching this league long enough to know the same thing. Like when Baker Mayfield in his rookie year threw 27 touchdowns and broke the rookie record that was then broken by Justin Herbert, everyone just, which is natural, everyone freaks out about the player and they're already saying things with like Mac Jones compared to Tom Brady. Now, it's unfortunate that Mac Jones is wearing a Patriot jersey Somebody had to, but he seemed to have embraced it. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's just like okay, like I get it. You guys want to say that, but we're comparing him to Tom Brady, as in the characteristics of what he is as a player. Not we're not comparing him on like a level of like skill, right? With Micah Parsons, he's been getting comparisons to like Lawrence Taylor, mm. and it's like okay, he could maybe one day be someone like Lawrence Taylor. But you could say he's like him as in, like, he is a feared edge rusher in football. But, like, Lawrence Taylor was, like, like changed the game for off for how teams blocked and got drafted offensive linemen in, right. like, blocking schemes. So it's just, like, 
it's one of those things where it's just like it's kind of annoying to me when it's like why can't it just be like he's a great player why do you have to play the whole comparison game like this kid could be like a blank when like it is literally year one even for someone who's like with Justin Jefferson like okay he has a good chance of okay he could be a very good receiver he could also basically pull off an OBJ and like be non-existent for the next three years OBJ but, in the first two years of his season did you just see what Justin Jefferson tweeted unreal yeah I know that yes about OBJ like you guys all doubted him which I agree it I wasn't think. a brown it wasn't a Odell problem Yes. what you said. It wasn't an Odell problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, well, he also has a much better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I don't know about much better. I think that they stack up, like, yeah, Stafford is better. I'll give you that. But I don't know about much better. Um, But I think that it's just unfair with Micah Parsons. On, like, just saying the whole... But no, it's great. And actually, so as far as rookie of the year, he's got it pretty much locked in the bag. For defensive player of the year, it's got to um, be TJ Watt. I think I I would think it'd be TJ Watt. That would be my vote. Yeah. I think you either put in TJ Watt. I think Aaron Donald is still back, up there right? again to be defensive player of the year. He's not going to win it. But I think didn't TJ Watt win it last year? No, he didn't. Aaron Donald did. But I think but TJ Watt should have won it. I get it. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football. Yeah. He did have a very good year. TJ Watt was should have won it last year. That's also why I think TJ Watt is going to and should win it this year. Yeah. It's because he but should But he's have... also like still proving yes. it. Yeah. And actually he's proving it and he is on pace to beat Michael Strahan's record while missing two games. So it'd be like if he would have the record in a fifteen game season. Not even seventeen games he like and he's missed games and he still might even have the record. But Michael Parsons is being in consideration. The Cowboys, I think Jerry Jones is sitting up there very happy in the fact that he's got a cornerback and Trayvon Diggs and Trayvon Diggs is a home runner go though. He's had he he, he, he reminds me up. of Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is in the same boat of where Marcus Peters got a lot of interceptions with Kansas City Chiefs his first year. He got eight picks. Yeah. His next year he had seven or six picks. But he was a very much of a was reading the quarterback, read the route, jumped the route got the pick or jumped the route that's not the route and got burned yeah and Trayvon Diggs the same boat that's where it's like I so people give a knock to Jalen Ramsey for not getting as many picks but he gets a ton of pass deflections and people just don't throw his way because he doesn't jump routes he literally just locks you down yeah like right and and yeah reads the quarterback maybe a little bit but he's basically just reading the receiver yeah and Trayvon Diggs is kind of looking at both well I would yeah like that's how he's also looking to jump a route. Well, I, I'm just at saying. Him, he's... I think it's hard to analyze that when, like, I, I'm sure that Jalen Ramsey is also watching the quarterback. Like, yes, I'm sure he is. What I, but basically, my point though is just the fact of not jumping the route and more of reading the receiver on what is his tendency of what his move's going to be. Is what I'm assuming. <laughs> um, last thing before we uh, then jump into something else. So the, the Thursday night football with the Minnesota Vikings. Dude, I'm not kidding. I I was like, oh okay, I'll be able to go to bed. The Viking the listen, just so everybody here knows, Iowa State and Iowa, as we mentioned on the podcast last week, Iowa State and Iowa played against each other. The Vikings and Steelers played against each other. At one point. I'm watching both games. 
Iowa State is winning by like 20. 20. Vikings are winning 29 to 0 with three minutes left in the third quarter. And mm-hmm. we're both thinking. I can go to bed early. I, like, I'll be able to just coast. Once I see like seven minutes, well, five minutes up by a couple scores still, Iowa State still playing well. I'll just put Brush on my the phone. Teeth. Yeah, just kind of. If I fall asleep, I wake up. All right, yeah, let's go one more touchdown before the end of the game. Whatever. No problem. Yeah. I was in the living room by myself because mom was in the other room. That last drive, I'm sitting there. I'm actually sitting up now because I hadn't been sitting up the whole game, and I'm watching. And I like just like slide down onto the onto like the living room floor, and I'm watching that 12 second play on my knees, looking at the TV like, dear Lord, please <laughs> like don't let us fucking lose this game. He catches it, and then. You know, it falls to the ground, and I was like, "The fact, on, like, <laughs> okay, I was literally my my just so people, I can paint you a picture here, right? I'm laying on my couch. I have a uh, like a coffee table in front of me. I've got the TV. I've got the Iowa State game on my on my computer. I'm watching both. I'm just sitting and chilling." By the way, Iowa State won by 20, so great job for Iowa State. That, honestly, I did say I was coming to work, and if the Vikings lost, I was going to be okay. But if Iowa State lost, I was going to be more pissed. Mm-hmm. Iowa State won. Okay, we're good to go. All right. Vikings just – okay, it's whatever. You know, I don't know why we got away from the run game in the third quarter. We dominated, and I just remember being like – even up by 29, I was like yeah. in my head – I was thinking too much time. I no, I just thought they would have to still score though four touchdowns and get a two point conversion. So I'm like, that still is a shit ton to do with two minutes left in the third, sixteen minutes left in this football game. I'm like, that's still like like I still feel like I was like, I still feel good about this. Like that that's a lot they'd have to do to get this thing covered. And then they scored a touchdown. And uh, all right. No worries. I will admit, Kirk Cousins, one of his picks was not his fault. The dude ran the wrong, did not run the route, and Kirk basically threw it yeah. to where the guy was going to be. The last, wasn't. the one where it was 20, like where it was, yeah. 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 Um, slant route. My biggest issue of the game is, why the fuck, the whole fucking league is on the taunting rule. Why are you standing over a guy and flexing on him? The game's not over. Where was when was that? That was um, it wasn't uh, Breland. It was uh, the other guy, our safety. Um, I don't know. I don't remember that. Um, it was I it was either second or third down. We stopped him, and he just stood and flexed over him, and then they went and scored on the drive. And I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude! Like, you're not helping our cause." The part that made it even better, the whole thing, the whole comeback, the whole story, is the fact that he fucking caught it. Like, it was literally like they were going to be good and going then for two to go and win the game, and Harrison fucking Smith punched it out. Yeah. I mean, Pro Bowl fucking player, glad we signed into a deal. Yeah. I know, I just was just like, you've got to be kidding me. That, to me, was the epitome of how 
could someone then I was into a sports show the next day and they were talking about how like our offense and how it was Kirk Cousins and I go I cannot believe your you talk shows are talking about Kirk Cousins as in he might be the reason for this game how could you not blame He's, it on our coaching staff yeah it, Mike Zimmer got was up 29-0 he is our defensive coordinator yeah. Uh, and got out fucking coached in the second half like every game this season. Yeah. How can you say, dude, listen, the guy's been great for the run that he's had. We still might even have a chance of making the playoffs. Kirk Cousins was just was like 27 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 3500 yards. I just I get it, right? People say with Kurt in the big game I totally understand it, right? And I and when the first year we had him, I, I was all with you because we weren't that. The next year we did good. He won a playoff game. The year after that, our defense was tremendously injured. It was not where it was. But Mike Zimmer is getting absolutely out coached in the second half of football games. I do not know how. I, I, yeah. yeah, just ridiculous. All right, ridiculous. Um, let's get our picks because we got a lot. Uh. Because then we got some, uh, we got a lot of our bowl games to pick, which you might just rapid fire on the bowl games. Yeah. So okay, you know what? No, I got one last thing then. Uh, <laughs> have you heard about the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars? Not looking good with Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, he's had a lot going on. He apparently had a whole meeting with calling out all of his coaches and asking them to explain why they're winners. And to basically say like, I'm a winner. But you guys are all not, so why don't you tell me why you're here as a coach on my team and why you think you're a winner? And ask them all to, 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 to give a presentation on why that they are winners in their coaching. Then he benched James Robinson in the game last week. That's why he only got point yeah. four points? Yeah, he benched him. And James Robinson does not know why he got benched. But Urban Meyer benched James Robinson last week. Just benched him. Huh. Then there's an issue with the receiver who got Marvin Jones. Oh my God, I can't remember what it was with Marvin Jones. There was something that happened with Marvin Jones and Urban Meyer, and it's and the players don't like him. The only person that said anything about him is Trevor Lawrence. And then now there's a report that came out today that in August Urban Meyer kicked Josh Lambeau yeah. and said, "I'm the head coach. I can kick whatever the fuck I want." It just sounds like that. Now, the owner did come out and say that, like, he's not going to do anything yet. But, and they are on a not very great team. So I get it. There's a lot of stuff going on. I, the players still might go to Jacksonville if the money can talk and they don't have to pay state income tax to want to go there. But as far as for coaching, it's going to be tough for some of those coaches who leave and who want to go play with Urban Meyer. But, I, I mean, coaches will go there. But, yeah, it just doesn't look too good for Jacksonville and Urban Meyer. He just has uh, got a little fire going on over there. Yeah, yeah. that uh, concerns me a little bit, having James Robinson, to be honest. Yeah, so I don't know what that necessarily means, obviously, for you for next week, but it just uh, has been a little oh, too good. Well, thankfully, yes, I do have a bye. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I don't need to worry about it too much. Right All right. Now. But yes, picks. So, uh, you had a killer week. I did. I had a exactly piss ass week. Um, I am officially just off the bangle train. I <laughs> I have been riding this train. Oh yeah. And every turn, I go. No, I'm gonna get back on. 
And every time, I, it just doesn't go well. Great game, though, to watch. Great play by Brandon Ayuk at the end of the game. Um, but just, yeah, not fucking sucked. So, yeah, you uh, you killed it. Um, it six. is, I am 55 and 34. Josh is 48 and 41. They got all six. Uh, no, you missed the last one. The Cardinals didn't win. The Rams did. Did it? Yeah, Rams won. Yeah, you got all of them but one. Oh, the Rams did win. Yeah, yeah, Rams. Yeah, Rams won. Roger that. Yeah. Did not get a mole. Okay, so now for this week. Uh, Thursday Night Football. Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs are favored by minus three. Listen, five weeks ago, I probably would have picked the Chargers because the Chiefs were so wishy-washy. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, have won five straight now. I don't know, but... But I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah. They've been playing hot. I Chargers did play a great game last week against a not-so-great giant team. It's going to be a really good game. Oh, I agree. I think. Uh, but I, Chargers have just been too up and down. Yeah. Chiefs have been coming in hot. I'm rolling with the hot team. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, also my lock for last week... Uh, one, thanks did to it, Tom Brady. Yeah, because yeah, it was Bucks minus three. Yeah. Patriots at the Colts. Uh, Colts are favored by minus two and a half. I honestly wanted to go with the Colts, but I'm not going to pick against the hot team right now, kind of with the Chiefs. Uh, I think I'm taking Belichick and the Pats. I'm with you. I'm going with Patriots as well. I kind of feel like we, as we get to the uh, crunch time, we should. I shouldn't put my picks in. While before, I mean, yeah, you can do that. I'm, yeah, I mean, you can. I I am not changing based on what you do. I already have a preconceived notion of who I know I'm going to pick as I go into the game. So, Colts do look like they could be a team that might be enough to pick I'd like, but like the Patriots have been winning. I'm not yeah. picking against the Patriots, they've been playing really the great football, and the Chiefs well. have, yeah. Uh, Titans at the Steelers, um. Yeah, see, yeah, okay, I'm picking, yeah, I'm picking the Steelers. Just off of what I watched with the Steelers, and I don't trust the Titans without Derrick Henry, and the Steelers' offense can seem to pick it up when they want, and they have such, they have great edge rushers. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers. I think, well, yes, I had the Steelers, and I think that, uh, that last week kind of pissed them off, and they can beat the Titans team. They're beatable. Yeah. Agreed. Also, they're in... Uh, also, yeah. Minus one and a half Steelers at home. Yeah. Uh, all right, next game here. Bengals at the Broncos. Broncos are minus two and a half. I am going to go on a limb here. I'm taking the Broncos, and the Broncos at minus two and a half are my lock. Oh. Wow. And really going my, off the Bengal train. And it is really because of the fact that it is very tough for teams to go into the mile high and play in Denver. Mm -hmm. Just with, you know, well, breathing. Uh, so, uh, so I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think it's a close game, but because it's minus two and a half, that's why I'm taking, I like the Bengals, or sorry, the Broncos at minus two and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. I think they played well against the 49ers. And I, I don't watch the Broncos very much. I <coughs> don't know, like, what kind of a team they are. They seem to be a team that we pick a lot. And somehow they're still, like, kind of good. They're, like, they're like yeah, okay. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and I don't really get it, but I'm picking the Bengals. Yeah. 
Uh, Sunday Night Football. Saints at the Bucks. Bucks minus eleven and uh, minus eleven. Yeah, I'm picking the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Vikings on Monday Night Football. Oh. Vikings. Sorry, my back has been bothering me lately. <laughs> oh. Uh, Vikings minus three and a half at the Bears. I'm going with the Vikings. I think that this is going to be unfortunately a game that I'm going to be pissed off to watch. Yeah. But uh, the Vikings are the better team in this game. We should win, but it, I mean the the Bears did put up thirty against the Packers. And... They did. However, this is when I was watching the game with Alex. This is what I told her though. The Bears did put up thirty points. They had. Two very long offensive plays. Two very explosive, long offensive plays that got them scores and a punt return. They never drove the ball on the Packers. They did it twice, and they got a field goal. They got a field goal and a touchdown. And they, that was the only two drives. Everything else was a 50-yard-plus touchdown by the Bears. And that was how I was like, you guys are still going to be able to win this game because the Packers could drive on the Bears and score, and the Bears lucked out on not lucked out i mean they had it was good plays by jakeem grant but like they got big plays and that's how they got those scores because in the second half they got absolutely destroyed mm. they only got a field goal in the second half mm. so but yeah i do think yeah but the vikings should uh be able to win this game so that's one thing all right good yep all right cool uh oh good okay pop culture i only had two quick things and then we'll do our picks uh, number one, something I learned today. Uh, NASA, the first time ever a spacecraft touched the sun. Like, hit the outer rim of the sun. Like, it, it so I don't really? know if it still is a thing, but, like, if it's still, like, alive, I don't know, you know, actually. But it's the first human-launched item to hit the sun. So, I thought that was kind of neat. Wow. Yeah. The Parker Solar Probe. Yeah. And, yeah, just, just... Listen, buddy, you're going on a suicidal mission. <laughs> hey, buddy, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're but, uh, burned up, but you'll be the first. So. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. <laughs> what does he say? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. It's, yeah, I appreciate sure that that's what he says. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Bah. Um, second thing is, okay, I've seen these guys before. This, right, this is just my... This is how I phrased it in our notes, just so the crowd here knows. Who the fuck are the Island Boys? Mm-hmm. All right? And this is what I mean by this. Not who the fuck are they. Like, obviously I know who they are, right? The guys with the fucking tubes on their hair, you know, the high hair or whatever, with the, with the tattoos and whatever. And I heard they got, like, booed at a show that they did or whatever. And, like, they were known they, for, like, their rap they, style or whatever. They, and then they got in an argument on a podcast or something where they, were, like, wanted to fight the guy who was around the podcast. And then, like, uh, uh, Logan Paul was, like, something was with him and Logan Paul and the Island Boys. I don't know. Whatever. Here's just my thing, right? Like... To me, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I feel like people just don't give a shit. Not necessarily about them, but like them as people. Like they just don't like just give a shit. I just, okay, if you want to be famous in this world, why do you have to, I just, okay, everyone's allowed to do whatever they'd like to do. Stand out like a motherfucker. To their own body and like whatever, but just like, unless you're like, 
established, like Post Malone, and then you want to get some tattoos on your face and shit, and like kind of do all that kind of shit. Like I get that, but like when you're not known, like how the fuck is getting <laughs> tattoos on your face and shit like the way to go? I just think like at some point you're gonna go in and you're gonna be you have this stupid fucking haircut. You're like. 18, 20 something years old when this little shitty run you got going for about a year doesn't work out which it does happens to plenty of people then you want to go work at Macy's they're going to be like dude you look like a fuckhead I'm not hiring you at my job like that's just where I'm just like I don't think they're really wanting to work at Macy's I got that, but then, like, but then, okay, so then, fine, then they're going to be working DoorDash, which is fine, people do DoorDash, that's fine, but, like, they're working DoorDash for the rest of their life and fucking Uber because no one wants to hire a kid who looks like a fucking Island ass wipe. Yeah. I'm just, that's my thing, is I'm just, like, if my kid in life wants to get tattoos, I'm like, hey, man, go for it, just go neck down, just, just go neck down with your tattoos, like, just strictly balls down yeah, is all just, I'm asking, just, but, now, if my son was to be fucking Post Malone, and then he says, hey, I'm going to get a tattoo on my face, I'd be like, I'd really rather have you not. But at least if you have a financial advisor ahead of time, so that way when you do, that way you're not going to blow your money away. So like when you end up being in life and you're not 50 and broke and shit. in life. You said when you end up being in life. Yeah, I feel like you're a lot of critiquing here. and It's I'm just, just I've noticed some of the things that you say to describe what you're thinking. It's and just, I it don't. Just all, you want me to, you know what? I can slow it down. With Post Malone, and when he's thinking of what he's doing. I'm still listening. Yeah, no. Uh, but, like, if that was my kid, I would just be like, all right, like, now you're established, sure. Like, you're not going to blow your money away. Fine, you want a tattoo on your face. I wouldn't be cool with it if he did it. That's whatever. But, like, just if I'm like these kids' parents, I'm just like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? Like, they're right. probably making some decent money now. I mean, but, like, doing I, God knows what. But, I mean, like, I'm sure they have some, some sort type of advertiser. advertiser that, like, whatever. But in, like, a few years from now, like, you could just be like, oh, yeah, remember when the Island Boys were a fucking thing? Like, oh, yeah, what are they doing now? Uh, I don't know. They're, you know, doing whatever. We're like, KFC just, or in jail. I just. That to me is whatever. Um, actually, I had a good conversation with Alex over the weekend. We were talking about uh, tattoos. I've, I've, I've considered thinking about. You've considered thinking about it? Yeah. That's that's the first step. Considering yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. I've Not... considered thinking about getting a tattoo. Mm. Yeah. And what do you think? A little moon on your butt cheek? <laughs> <laughs> thinking crescent, but yeah, you know, show them the double moon. No, we were just talking about, you know, we were just having a conversation like if, you know, we'll watching a movie and uh, the, the, we're watching the proposal, Sandra Bullock in the movie has a tattoo for both of her parents, they both passed away, I talked about how if I ever got a tattoo, I know if I ever did get a tattoo in life, it would be because if someone close to me died, I wouldn't even hesitate, I would do something, and so she asked me if, like, so I was like, if she died, I already know the two tattoos I would get, like, if Alex died. So, like, we were talking about stuff like that, and, like, with mom and dad, and you know, stuff like that. So, like, we were just discussing, like, what would you do? What and would I you said, get me? Oh, I get... <laughs> uh, well, I'd have to think about, like, if I was going to do something else, if I did, like, some sort of, like, not, like, memorial thing, but something that would be, like, representing of you, but I probably would get something that would be along the lines of, like, probably, like, Ernie with, like, a pair of, like, angel wings or something like that. Like something small, and Ernie. <laughs> you know, because it'd be it would make me think of you, like something like that. So that that's probably like something I would go do. And so I so we're talking about that. And so with that conversation, 
<laughs> what? I'm just thinking of because uh, what when you, you, no, you no, no 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 no. <laughs> Well when, you, well, when you also, like, when you motion to where it would be, you kind of put... <laughs> you kind of point it to, like, your kidney area, which is, like... <laughs> like... <laughs> the back right of your no, lower back would I be, like... <laughs> like so then I'm just thinking... Oh, uh, I'm going to trip Sam with angel wings... <laughs> That's from a brother. It's from my brother. But then you're like, you wouldn't hesitate of like getting mom or dad or like Alex. All of a sudden you have like <laughs> Ernie with wings, an elephant with wings. Mom's like a little German shepherd with wings all along your back. <laughs> It'd be like, I'm wearing a shirt at work known as the fucking clue. And then it kind of, a little tailspin kind of comes up and then they go, oh. Why does Richard have four <laughs> tattoos of just Why, the... why does he have a trans to have Ernie with wings? <laughs> Oh, um, Jesus. Fuck. Man, that was funny. Um, where were we? Yeah. Before I spit up all my beer. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the, uh, the, the Island Boys, right? Yeah, the, and the tattoos that they had, and that's how I said that, like, right. I just said I had thought You're about considering thinking about it. Considering thinking. So, like, you know, it's like a few years down the road, so. Then you'll start thinking about it. Then I'll actually start thinking about it. Right. And then maybe a couple years after that, maybe actually go do it. Right, right, right. But yeah, someone has to die first. No, I no, I've actually thought <laughs> of getting one with someone who hasn't died. Although if I do get one first, it would be probably something for Alex. So I would. That's probably what I would do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think that was it. Yeah, because I'm not gonna mention the Howard Stern thing. But there are a couple good interviews that that he did in the past. I guess one with Mila Kunis and. It was great. I love listening to the whole thing. It was uh, really good. Um, uh, college football. So we'll go just dive into one quick thing over the weekend, and then we'll just kind of do our picks rapid fire and go from there. Uh, Bryce Young uh, won the Heisman, as we both predicted uh, last week, and he won by a fucking huge-ass margin. So not surprising. And actually, uh, and Aiden Hutchison finished second. So I thought that was actually really cool. Defensive player finished second in the Heisman, mm. um, which was great. Uh, but yeah, Bryce Young won the Heisman. Uh, Wait, I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even watch the thing. When the I, hell no, was it? it was, well, it was Saturday. I was, at, I was at the, you know, the party or whatever. So I knew it was going to be on, but I was like, I'm not, I won't be able to watch it. But yeah, so he, he won pretty much Chris Fowler. He presents the award and everything. I mean, like we talked about last week, he was there was no clear front runner, but he was one of the better players in college football, one of the best teams in college football. And against Auburn, you could say the race was like wide open. Then he leads a good drive, and it was like, okay, it's probably Bryce Young. And then he just like lit up the number one team in the country. And it's like, okay, yeah, Bryce Young just won the Heisman. Like that's pretty much how it kind of happened. So, um, yeah, so good for him, and it's kind of a cool thing. He's going to come back next year to Alabama as a junior and will most likely be going in as the number one uh, prospect in, uh, in the draft, and he uh, will be a Heisman winner. So pretty sweet. He Second is thing, a Heisman winner. That he will be. Yeah, I said, yeah, he'll be going in as a Heisman winner. 
Uh, second thing, uh, the he's the number one recruit in most standpoints, but he's number two in some. Uh, did you see this? That's that, what that's that, what his name is. Oh, Hunter, Travis Hunter. Yeah, Travis Hunter. Uh, picked Jacksonville State. You're right, mm-hmm. Jacksonville State. Yeah, mm-hmm. or Jackson State. No, it's Jackson State. Jackson it's, State. He picked Jackson State over uh, Florida State. And where he's playing with Deion Sanders. Yeah. He's the number one corner. He's the number one slash two overall prospect, depending on what you look at. And also, but the kid also is getting a huge fucking deal going there. Really? If you didn't see that. Mm -mm. Because Deion Sanders has a deal with, uh, is it Barstool or Bleacher Report? I think it's Bleacher Report. This kid apparently, Bleacher Report, it's either, okay, it's one of the two. I'll have to look it up now. Basically, I did hear something about Basically, it. he's getting a very good NIL deal by yeah. going to Jackson State as well. Yeah. And so, but I think, listen, I'm all for it, man. This is great for college football. It's great this kid gets to. I mean, Dion is going to go somewhere big after Jackson State. I don't know. I thought that he might, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he's just like, listen, this is like what I'm doing. Because I think he also wants to show everyone like, Mainly to show Florida State, like, he was openly saying, I want to be there. And Florida State basically passed on him and said, you're just a high school coach. Like, you're not really going to take it seriously. Like, you're just Deion Sanders. And then he's like, fine. Then I'm going to go to Jackson State and be the fucking man. Also, if you're the dumb one cornerback, why wouldn't you want to go fucking learn from Deion Sanders? Like, he was one of the best shutdown corners in football. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, I just was like, oh, of course. So, really good. Cool for him. Um, and... Spencer Rattler is going to South Carolina, so mm-hmm. I, South Carolina didn't get much better. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you think Jackson State? What are they in a D? What school? They're FCS, so they're D one FCS. Oh, and they are an an HBCU school. So they won't even have a chance to like make the playoff, basically. Like ever. no, but. I think if you're Deion Sanders, you build up the program and you can be a school like uh, like Old Dominion or uh, what's the one who just – like Texas State or UTSA where, like, you can make the jump. I almost feel like this is going to hurt this Travis kid because people are going to say, well, the skill level he saw playing the teams that he played is not as good as if he played – in Alabama or... Yep. And that is what some scouts are saying. Other people are saying, like, honestly, it doesn't really matter. If the kid shows the skill on the field, you can rattle off plenty of players who have played at a high level coming from a very small school. Yeah. So I think, like... Khalil Mack with Buffalo. Right. And so, now, this is the first five-star player ever... To go to FCS. an FCS school, yeah, um, and we saw this four years, four or five years ago, with the first five-star player going to a non-power five school uh, mm-hmm. at uh, at Auburn. Oh yeah, Houston. he went to Houston. So I think how's he doing? I mean, he's on the Bills. I uh, he seems to be doing pretty well. Like he he's not doing horrible. He's just not doing great. But I think he's doing pretty well. Like he's actually a good player on the team. Um, but yeah, so just it was I I thought the same thing as you did. But from what I've kind of heard, some people are kind of like, you know what though, if he's this good of a player 
and he plays lights out at this school, it won't matter in a couple years, er, in three and a half years from now. <laughs> Was he not playing well? Is he no. <laughs> he's, he's not. Well, he's also defensive end, so, like, he probably doesn't get, they don't get his main tackles and sacks. It's more about, like, you know, like run stops and, I don't know. So, not great? I know he did okay last year. He's got half a sack. Well, maybe he's not a sack machine. Like, like Vita Vea. Vita Vea is not a sack machine, but he's a very good 27 player. 27 tackles. He's... Yeah, anyway. All right. Sounds like we just uh, close this one out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> week one of bowl games. We're just going to go and just kind of run through. I think we got like, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, something like that. 13 games. Um. Yeah. So, all right. So, first game, I was supposed to put down the point spread and just <laughs> pick him. Got a hat. Uh, but it's uh, Middle Tennessee State. Excuse me. Hold on. I actually want to poise up so I can get a little more better. A little more better. Middle. Yep. Middle Tennessee State six and six against Toledo, who is seven and five in the Bahamas Bowl. And Toledo's favorite by minus 10. I'm taking Toledo. I'm also taking Toledo. Uh, that's on Friday. Next game on Friday uh, is Northern Illinois at 9-4 and four at Coast, or playing against Coastal Carolina in the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Coastal Carolina's 10-2. I, I'm going to take Coastal Carolina, but I kind of like Northern Illinois plus 10.5. I think that they are a pretty good football team. Um, I'm taking Northern Illinois because fuck Coastal Carolina. They okay. fucking suck. And they were giving Iowa State shit, so fuck them. Okay. I like it. Uh, next game is Western Kentucky, 8-5, and five, against Appalachian State, 10-3, and three, in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> uh, Appalachian I... State favored by minus three. You know, I'm going to go App State. Honestly, I'm kind of torn. I'm going to keep it. I think I'm going to keep it. But just App State, I haven't been as confident with them. Last time I picked them, they kind of fucked me. So, But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them, but I'm not happy about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, that game's on Saturday. Uh, also on Saturday... University of Texas El Paso, 7-5, against Fresno State, 9-3, in the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. I'm taking PUGB. I'm taking mobile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Fresno State. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, UAB at 8-4, playing against number 13th ranked BYU, 10-2. Uh, at the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl on ABC at 2.30. I'm going to pick BYU. I don't. Yep, taking BYU. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Michigan, 7-5 against Liberty, 7-5 in the Lending Tree Bowl. I'm going Eastern Michigan. They're my team, my oh, my yeah. my team, my franchise in uh, college football. I'm going with my, uh, my team. I'm going Liberty. With the Eagles. Eagles, baby! <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm taking Liberty. Okay. 
Uh, Utah State at 10-3 against Oregon State, 7-5. In the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stifle. Jesus. Um, I'm going to go with Utah State. Fuck you. That was like my... That was like... Utah State pulled me. They I pulled get through last right. time for me. Oregon State U- is seven and five. I get that they pay in the Pac twelve, but I'm going with the non Power Five school. Utah State played well against Oregon. I yeah. think that's why that they're minus seven. But I'm taking Utah State because they played. Uh, they they got they they made me my money. My money. Uh, number twenty three, Louisiana Rage Occasions at twelve and one. Well, you you put Reagan Kagan. Yeah, I, I know. I put Reagan Kagan. Uh, the Reagan Kagans. Uh, twelve one playing against Marshall seven five at the R plus R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and I'm gonna go with Louisiana. Yeah, this is also uh, my lock, Louisiana at plus five because they're playing in New Orleans. No, you're at mi- they're at minus five. I'm sorry, at minus five, I'm taking Louisiana because it's gonna be basically a home game for them mm. in New Orleans. So I'm taking Louisiana. Uh, minus Where is five. Marshall? Virginia. Mm. Um, this is Triple A ball. On Monday, <laughs> this is Triple A ball. Is uh, Old Dominion at six and six playing against Tulsa six and six at the Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by Tax Act. Mm, I'm taking to Tulsa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm also taking Tulsa. And then on Tuesday. Oh. LSU, former LSU cornerback, five-star recruit, and 2020 All-American transfers to join Crimson Tide next season. Although a lot of players are leaving LSU. Their quarterback, Coach o. The quarterback just left. The uh, His brother, Johnson's his last name, his brother's a number one tight end who committed to LSU, decommitted, and now because of... Uh, Go Tigers. Yeah. Well, and because of what's his name that's coming in. Oh, shit. Yeah, Brian, uh, Brian Kelly. Brian, Brian Kelly. Well, they want to leave because he's there? It's not confirmed or not, but, like, he's not keeping them. Like, that's how I put it. Like, they don't want to play for Brian Kelly. Hmm. Or else Brian Kelly would have kept him. Well, I understand, but. Yeah. Uh, but, no, they did not come out or anything like that. Uh, Kent State at seven and six against Wyoming six and six in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Mm. Kind of want to go with Wyoming this because I feel like a home game, but you know what? Kent State played in a championship game. I'm gonna go with Kent State. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wyoming. Okay. And what I think is probably the better game out of all of these, as far as records go. Is going to be UTSA at twelve and one against twenty fourth ranked San Diego State, eleven and two in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frisco, <laughs> Capital Smoothie, Tropical. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to go with UTSA. Same. Okay, I I bet on San Diego State like a couple weeks ago and like it worked out, but. I yeah I'm just, I'm just going with UTSA. So the only two games we're different on are Eastern Michigan and Liberty and Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. So it looks like those are the two games I will be watching. Actually, in Kent State and Wyoming, so three games. Yeah, although next week looks next week could be interesting. Next week's lines aren't nearly as skewed. Yeah, yeah next week's lines are not nearly what they look like now. I mean, I'm already looking right now. There's one that's minus nine. 
that's like the biggest one. This week is a lot of like minus 10s and larger. So next week will definitely be a little bit closer with guessing some of these games. Oh yeah, faux show. Oh, we play Wednesday? What? At Iowa State plays Wednesday the 29th at 4.45 p.m. Mm, that's fun. All right. At the Cheez-It Bowl. Do you work that day? Uh, yeah. It's next day the 30th. So, yeah, de- yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. That stinks. You don't? Oh, no, yeah, you're off. Christmas break. Um, yeah, I, that, that, that's it. Right? You got anything yeah. else as far as what I've said? Did I say you? No, I'm, I'm This chill. is how it ends, chill? All right. Uh, tell you what. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you guys all had fun listening to me speak well and uh yeah we got a good show for uh for next week yeah it'll be i can put a lot more effort into that because i won't work so i can just spend the whole morning getting us when are you off friday so that's like your last day yeah and then when you go back the third third monday okay wow what are you gonna do just flick it yeah okay all right all right. Well, we'll catch you next week when uh, Josh puts together our show. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Have a great day.